Welcome everyone to this live podcast on Twitch where you can find the news from the research industry that how our researcher keep on researching on various topics and domains to keep our lifestyle better and useful of course and yes this podcast are available on Spotify and listening to this podcast will be enough for you guys as it's acts like an archive on the daily basis providing you the information from the research industry so let's get started without wasting any further time the first topic of the day is robotic researcher turn the public's ideas into robofish reali- reality okay let's see a robot fish that filters microplastic has been brought to life after it's won the university of seori public uh, competition the ne- the natural robotic context the robot fish design which was designed by a student named eleanor mackintosh was selected by international panel of judges because it could be a part of a solution to minimize plastic pollution in our waterways okay man the competition which ran in the summer of 2022 was open to anyone who had an idea for a bioinspired robot with the promise that the winner would be turned into a working prototype dr robert seidel lecturer at the university of sudo and the context creator says we don't know where the wash uh, majority of plastic dumped into our wa- uh, waterways ends up we hope that this robofish and its future descendants are the first step in the right direction to helping us to find and eventually control this plastic pollution problem the contest received ideas from across the globe from forest protecting bird robots to crab inspired space uh, rovers even a robotic sea organ okay it's a fish so i mean uh, it's being uh, uh, compared by those uh, by uh, by that fish uh, yep The robot fish is about the size of a salmon and feature of set of gills which filter the water as it swims. The design is open source and free download on the context website. Uh it's on the uh given in our article so if you are willing to check it please otherwise yep. Anyone uh, anyone with a 3D printer can own one. Okay. Dr. Sidal added the robofish will join after pollution fighting robots under development at the University of Sudo helping to make the world more sustainable of course man of course so these are the i mean this is the new uh, device coming in the market by 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 what we called researcher developer Oh, it's kind of like a developer. It's, I mean, it suited them. So, it's been uh, developed by this uh, scientist named, or by this student named Eleanor McIntosh. So, I mean, great man, great, uh, great, great product for the sustainable the environment and for the sea, uh, of course. It's being used in various applications like. Robotic researcher turned the public idea into robofish reality. I mean, by cleaning the, uh, not by the cleaning the sea, mostly likely to see uh, anything uh, in th- under the sea. So, I mean, great man. Moving on towards next topic. Scared of injections, try a variable soft robot to ease uh, abrasion. needles okay while most of us never without our smartphone of course robots may also soon become indispensable companions hmm. of course man it certainly seems so based on the recent experiment conducted by researchers in japan who developed a hand held soft robot that can improve the experience of patient while undergoing potentially unpleasant medical procedures such as injection during the uh, campaign to encourage vaccination against covid-19 public health officials recognized that some people are simply afraid of needles which contributed which contributed to reduce vaccination rates while the problems of patient anxiety and pain during medical procedure have been well 
studied. There remains a need to test and implement solution to help patient. Yep, man. In a recent published study in scientific reports, reports researchers at the University of Tuskegee have uh, developed a variable soft uh, robot for patient to use during treatments in an attempt to ease their pain. On being subjected to a moderate heat stimulus, the study participants who wore the robot experienced less pain than in the test in which they did not wear the robot. Our results suggest that the use of variable soft robot may reduce fear as well as elevate the perception of pain during medical treatment, including vaccinations," says senior author Professor Fumihai Tanaka. The soft fur covered robot the scientist called Relibo was designed to be attached to the participant hand. It contained small airbags that could inflate in response to hand movement. The researcher tested its effectiveness under various conditions based on the clenching of the participant hand. While applying the painful thermal stimulus to the other arm that was not being used to hold the robot. Okay. The researcher also measured the level of oxytocin and cortisol, which are the biomarkers for stress, from the patient's saliva samples. Additionally, subjective pain ratings were recorded using an assessment scale, and a survey test was conducted to evaluate the patient's fear of injection and psychological state before and after the experiment. Hmm. I mean, great man. The researcher found that the holding the robot helped relieve the experience for patient regardless of the experiment condition used and spe- spec- uh, speculated that the feelings of well-being that can be created by human touch may have also been activated by the robot. It is well known that interpersonal touch can reduce pain and fear and we believe that this effect can be achieved even with non-living soft robot states. Professor Tanka, this uh, may be useful when actual human contact is not feasible, such as during pandemics. Future version of the robot might use a control gaze or even AR, augmented reality technology to help build a connection with the patient or distract from uh, them from pain perception in various situations. So, I mean, great man. Uh, not, uh, not great, I mean. What can I say about that? We can in personal touch to reduce the pain, and we believe that this effect can achieve even with the non-living soft robots. I mean, I I d- uh, because I, uh, I'm not a, uh, I'm not that kind of person that uh, that simply tells you that this is the right thing and. Uh, if uh, if you are not comfortable with it, you uh, you, uh, you can't do it. I mean, it's a direct injection, and you have to ha- you have to moral the boost of the patient itself to not fear of any needles in their life. I mean, why is it necessary? I mean, I don't have any logic behind it to see this thing. So. Okay, never mind. It's everybody' personal choice, so it's not me, of course. Moving on, uh, moving on to our next topic: How electric vehicle charges can help make cities more equitable and resilient. <laughs> okay, the passage of recent legislation opens a unique window to ba- build back from decades of inequities. The U.S. Infrastructure Investment and Jobs Bill provides $1.5 trillion of infrastructure funding, covering everything from lead pipe replacement to environmental remediation. The Inflation Reduction Act, IRA, allocates $60 billion specifically for environmental justice. Each contains ambitious goals that aim to address systematic inequalities, but whether, how, and when these goals will be met remains to be determined. Cities stand as one of the most acute environment of injustice. Decades of redlining and racist policies have left many black, brown, indigenous, and other marginalized communities living in dangerous environments that are disproportionately 
disproportionately impacted by climate change yeah man for example the mod heaven uh, heaven neighborhood in the south bronx has suffered from decades of underinvestment for section air quality controls today mod heaven has some of the worst air pollution levels in the country and abnormally high asthma rates it's been nicknamed asthma alley okay urban communities are also plagued by transit uh, deserts without ready access to public transportation option communities are barred from education employment or health opportunity creating a compounding insidious effect over time studies show a significant racial access gap in cities bipoc communities have less of an ability to reach jobs in a timely manner via public transit to meet the goals of the bills and truly build back better we need to attend to the centuries of systematic underinvestment plaguing marginalized urban communities believe that electric vehicles can be an important piece of this puzzle complementing uh, the expansion of public transportation networks if charges are distributed equitably okay personal electric vehicles replaces that public transit can't electrification cleans local air protecting health electric vehicles evs uh, saves uh, on fuel and maintenance ultimately putting money back in the pockets of the owner and the entire community while the upfront cost of the evs is pro- uh, prohibitively expensive for most recent legislation will accelerate affordability the ira expands credit for new electric vehicle purchases and institute new credit for used evs it is a major step towards widespread ev adoption Another major step forward the jobs bill allocates 7.5 billion dollars to build an electric vehicle charging network to tackle range anxiety if deployed right the infrastructure can deliver the benefit of electric vehicles to all the question becomes what are the right infrastructure inve- uh, investments to prioritize equity and resilience Co-side charging projects are an exciting first step New York City installed 60 charging stations across its boroughs Uh, these stations are accessible, less expensive than private charging options and public. Still, standalone charging uh, stations require extensive permitting and construction, making them both costly and time-intensive. As is the Department of Transportation is currently exploring additional innovative curbside charging options through its DART studio. One type of this solution has already been deployed in Europe. London launched a pilot converting 1000 lampposts into chargers due to its widespread success there are goals to expand the program to 50000 lampposts charging station across the country by 2025 retrofitting existing infrastructure saved community money time and public pay, uh, space whether done uh, through standalone station or retrofits charging network should be both ubiquitous and smart distributed public charging can tackle transit hazards local air pollution at expensive charging costs and new smart technologies could allow networks to even better serve communities first software charging station could make your electricity cheaper the longer you stay parked manage charging and integrations in which software actively control load and charging speed reduce poverty bonds by prioritizing off peak hours a managed charging project in brooklyn showed a reduction of 45% of poverty bond significantly reducing cost while ensuring reliability by shifting demand from peak hours to times when cleaner cheaper energy sources are producing electricity managed charging can also incent uh, incentivize Uh, renewable re- uh, generation and clean the air it can provide community with a safer grid more money in their pocket and cleaner air to breathe i mean it's a win win for everyone for the community and for the uh, environment so i not i mean furthermore new technology could allow your parked car to save your community during a blackout vehicle to grid v2g technology allow electric vehicle battery to send power back to the grid through bi-directional charging as marginalized communities are most uh, at risk for climate disasters 
uh, a distributor network V2G chargers could turn local vehicles into backup generators, providing a community safety net in times of crisis, like managed charging. V2G can also provide financial incentives to uh, the vehicle drivers. Drivers could earn revenue for giving energy back to the grid during costly peak hours and only pull uh, power at low-cost times. Oh. In Colorado, a bi-directional charge project allowed the city of Boulder to save $270 per month while charging its fleet of vehicles approximately uh, equivalent to the monthly lease payment for popular EVs. Ultimately, uh, getting paid to park your car could elevate the cost burdens of electric vehicle ownership, allowing wider affordability across all communities. This is only the begging. This is only the beginning, okay? Smart charging station could one day come to the rescue with emergency call buttons. They could educate people with air quality data. They could empower the community they call home. This is not a sci-fi dream. These resilient and equitable technology exist today. Oh, man, I mean, the it deserve, man, deserve, man. Building back uh, better should not be limited to the COVID pandemic or recent climate disasters. The job bills and, uh, and the IRA must address the decades of underinvestment in frontline communities that need it most. <laughs> this decision cannot be made in a silo. Frontline community members must be central to the process to understand which solution fit their unique needs without the community at the table. We risk perpetuating the inequities that exist today. Ultimately, by prioritizing equity and resilience in decision-making today, we can achieve the true potential of this landmark legislation and build a better world for all. <laughs> of course, man, of course. Uh, I mean, it's a win-win for everyone, even for the consumers, for the users, for the government, for the environment. I mean, it's a be uh, best solution uh, given by this, oh, by this, I mean, technology. Moving on to this next topic, we ask homeowners what they need to make homes greener. Here, what they said, okay. As winter approaches and with energy bills at records high, insulating the UK leaky homes has never uh, been more urgent. With 40% of greenhouse gas emission coming from heating and powering homes, it would also help the country meet its climate change targets. A genuine win-win. Okay. Yet current policy to encourage more efficient energy use and so low load emissions are failing. The UK housing stock is one of the worst insulated of all advanced economies. Installation rates for loft, cavity wall and solid wall insulation all need to grow by an order of magnitude by the middle of this decade. Installation rates for electric heat pumps need to reach 1 million a year in new and exciting homes by 2030, up uh, from around 54,000 in 2021. There is a currently little or no help for the roughly 64% of households who own their own home to make this improvement unless the quality for schemes targeting those on a very low incomes. The government assumed they will find the money to invest in better insulation replace this their gas boilers with heat pumps, but this is reckless. The government-owned advisory body, the Climate Change Community CCC, has criticized the current lack of support for homeowners. So how uh, could we design better policy to help homeowners make their home fit for the future? We teamed up with the CCC to try to find out. Rather than relying just on economic modeling and technical analysis that policymakers normally reach for, we wanted to try a new approach, asking homeowners that would work best for them. Okay? What our panel said. Hmm. As a part of our program Public Engagement and Climate Change at Lancaster University, we set up and oversaw a citizen panel. The panel considered of 24 people demographically represented of UK homeowners in terms of age, ethnicity, housing type, and attitudes to climate change. 
ओके पार्टिसिपेंट स्पेंड ट्वेंटी फाइव आवर्स ओवर सेवन सेशन बोथ ऑनलाइन एंड इन पर्सन लर्निंग अबाउट हाउ टू एलिमिनेट कार्बन एमिशन फ्रॉम होम्स एंड डिजाइनिंग सोल्यूशंस दे थॉट वुड वर्क फॉर ऑनर ऑक्यूपायर्स ओके सी 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 एनालिसिस who uh, whose day job is to analyze how well government policy aligns with the uk legally binding climate targets took part in the discussion and helped to shape the findings the panel told us that they are cared about tackling climate change and want to act but the government has option the home owners will take the initiative and make the investment their homes need is word of the mark instead panelists stressed uh, that they would need guidance and health uh, with cost if they were to make changes the panelists designed a comprehensive package of support based around the life uh, cycle of owning a home buying it living in it and renovating it this would include a logbook uh, provided to all home buyers with reliable information on what the house needed and what the cost and benefit would be Financial incentives would help homeowners make changes at each stage, such as stamp duty rebates and cheap financing for cosmetic reno- uh, renovation. When rolled together with energy retrofits, regulation uh, would ban the most polluting products such as gas boilers. We have now published these findings, and the CCC has returned to Graham Stewart MP, the UK Climate Change Minister, to inform him. Okay. the benefit of deliberation uh, getting policy expert to talk with the members of the public seem to be an effective way to make climate policy there have been effort to try this before most notably climate assembly uk which asked ordinary people about their support for different climate policy we went a step further by asking panelists to work with analysts to design a policy from scratch our panel showed that giving people the opportunity to consider option and weigh up the evidence can result in workable solution which chime with the views and life experience of the people most affected Negle- uh, neglecting this perspective while designing policy can invite a black f- uh, ba- uh, backlash expecting people to mo- uh, make significant changes to their lives without adequate support would threaten the uk ability to meet its climate targets the standard tool for policy analysis such as economic modeling and technical forecasting uh, are not obsolete but uh, they must be com- uh, complemented by more sophisticated understanding of how policy affect lives deliberative ex- uh, exercise like our panel which include informed discussions are quite different to other ways of t- uh, taking the public temperature like polls or surveys with a large sample size when it comes to complex problems with their solution many people lack stable or well informed of uh, preference about what uh, they want to see happen it is not the initial reaction to an idea captured through a poll that counts but whether people actually support it once it is affecting their lives in switzerland where many policies are put to a referendum research has shown significant difference between the what people say their preference are in surveys and what they end up voting for deliberation offers people enough information and time to develop their understanding of how different policy pollution solutions will affect them and those like them the same approach we used uh, we used could be applied to designing low carbon transport in cities and towns or reforms to the food system that balance the need for sustainability with thriving rural economies we would likely to see a much wider use of deliberation by organizations developing and delivering climate policy from government department to local and regional authorities to think tanks and civil society groups with ever pressing emission reduction targets every policy misstep cost precious time why would policy makers want uh, not want to ensure they get it right the first time around okay moving on to our next topic 
deep fake pro- protein design with a artificial intelligence will target water pollutants hmm okay let's see if you are uh, if you have ever used a text based artificial intelligence image generator like carrion or del e uh, you know with a few word prompts that the ai tool create image that are both realistic and completely synthesized of course man the machine learning that powers such website will scans millions of images on the internet analyze them and assemble facets of them into fresh but fake images of course now university of kansas uh kansas researcher are working to use similar machine learning process to build a new protein design to detect water pollutants a ku research plan to use machine learning to create defect membrane beta barrier proteins a class of natural uh, successful biosensor designed to detect polluting metal ions in water these beta barrels are super useful because they can bring th- uh, things across membrane said principal investigator joanna skloski associate professor of molecular bioscience at ku barrels make good enzymes there are so many different things that barrels can do previous research on the tube while uh, tube like beta barrels has altered their binding properties for a variety of tasks however much of this work was orders and completed by hand usually resulting with minor variation of a limited number of scaffolds or barrel structures in this case we are using machine learning to generate large number of barrels kluski said but how uh, but how what how about if we can uh, both generate barrels and have them be useful we ask ourselves what's a uh, biotechnology application of barrels well Uh, one uh, would be metal sensor that could perhaps detect metal pollutants skloski and her co-principal investigator professor rachel currently and margarita odds odds dish of haifa university in israel along with ku postdoctoral fellow daniel montezano will develop a new machine learning process that generates beta barrels with scaffolds similar to those found in nature but with a different sequences there's website called the this x uh, does not exist scrossy said if you go uh, to that site you see all these ai generated things and people don't really exist but a computer made an image for instance of a cat but uh, that's not really a cat a computer took a bunch of uh, pictures of cats and said okay uh, we can uh, just sort out generate as many p- uh, cat pictures as you want now because we figured out what is a cat we need to make something real so we see it more like generating a recipe the question is how to make computer generate a recipe for proteins okay beta barrels are well suited to advancement ma- uh, through machine learning because natural proteins are a sort of small blip in the uh, number of possible sequences if a computer algorithm can learn the essence of what makes a protein or protein scarcely said it will avoid generating useless sequences most sequences would never actually be protein they wouldn't have a particular fold she said they uh, were just a uh, kind of bond with themselves in weird non-predictable ways over and over again to be a protein you need a sequence that make uh, one shape when people try to make random sequences or even somewhat directed sequences they found that only a very very small percentage of them might actually uh, be a protein with a machine learning creating new and viable sequences resulting in the common faults Kluski and our colleagues hope to generate a beta barrel especially well suited to finding metal ions in water this result of the work will be a biosensor based on beta barrel that can identify pollutants uh, like lead in waterways if we make them the right size this molecule will be ideal to put some particular metal in and you uh, can have the right substituents so that it would bind that metal 
glycosylated because it's um, in a membrane it can give some sort of conductance difference there's a difference between when it bound when it's not bound if you are able to do that you could sense for different metals and different concentration of these metals there are a lot of big steps we want to accomplish but i'm hopeful and excited so these are the thing these are the uh, researchers on the dfig project uh, designed by uh, by our sci- uh, scientist data scientist or what uh, yeah moving on to our next topic a strategy to fabricate kestrite solar cells with a uh, 13% efficiency hmm kestrite cu2 uh, zinc sns4 CZTS is a sulfur mineral with a unique lattice structure that can be considered as derived from calcopride CuInAct CIS by substituting two atoms of iron 3 plus iron iodine I guess I mean in the calco proud of uh, by one atom of zinc 2 plus and one atom of uh, sodium 4 plus uh, the elements included in this mineral and this derivative cu2 zinc uh, sn sse4 czt sse is a short form uh, to say it are less toxic and abducted or earth okay which could be very advantage for the development of more system and low cost technologies okay man over the past few decades material scientists and engineers have been exploring the possibility of using kestrite material to create more affordable and sustainable solar cells despite extensive effort in in this direction the high power efficiency attained by kestrite solar cell in 12.6% uh, which can first reported in uh, 2013 research at Nanjing University of Post and Telecommunication uh, Fudan University the Chinese Academy of Science and University of Washington have recently surpassed this decade long record developing a better performing kestrite cds interface that could enable the creation of solar cells with a 13% efficiency this interface presented in a paper published in nature energy could enable the creation of more efficient better, better performing kestrite solar cells the nature energy paper builds on our previous work we showed uh, that the kestrites cu2 zincs sn czt sse and AG CU AG so mean okay uh, zinc uh, SN AZ uh, AZ SEC observer fabricated from silicon SN chloride based uh, dmso solution which improves device performance with the re- uh, reduced recombination near kestrite cds interface hyun zin one of the researchers who carried out the study told tech explore the primary objective of the nature paper was to understand the origin of the defective hetero junction interface of kestrite cds and how thermal annealing greatly reduces the concentration of the defects In that experiment Zen and his colleagues showed that a kestrite CDS heterofunction is constructed on a zinc a poor surface on zinc 2 plus dissolved during the chemical bond deposition process as a result CD2 plus occupied site previously occupied by zinc zinc 2 plus is redeposited into CDS resulting in a defective interface with a lattice mismatch to reconstruct the Aptisile interface the researcher applied a technique known as low temperature annealing on the kestrite cds junction this technique allowed them to derive the migration of cd2 plus from the observer layer back to the cds side and zinc 2 plus from the observer bulk to the material surface the precursor film fabricated from essence chloride uh, based dm so solution 
have gastrocytes as gastrocytes or troids structures all uh, already formed which are takes a direct phase transformation grain growth mechanism to form ctz uh, sse and acz tsse observer films uh, during salination salination zinsert our approach avoids secondary phase and thus creates a uniform and less defective observer the researcher evaluated the gastrocytes cds interface they created in a series of tests and found that it outperformed previously uh, created gastrocyte interfaces their initial fabrication method was found to significantly improve the open circuit voltage and fill factor of solar cell devices achieving certified efficiency of 12.96% over a small area 0.11% cm2 and 11.7% over a large area 1.1 cm2 in the future the experimental method devised by zen and his colleagues could enable the development of gastrocyte cds interface with more uniform observer films this interface could in turn to be used to develop better performing gastrocyte solar cells For the first time, we unveil how the gastrocyte CDS heterojunction is constructed based on zinc pore surface and why it is defective due to occupation of CD2 plus on zinc uh, vacancy, which contrasts with CIGS from which gastrocyte is inherited. Zinc added in a in our in our next words works. We plan to further engineer the defects of gastrocytes. Okay man okay I mean if it's going to be used for various application it's an important thing for to use it and as it provide the solar cells uh, solar energy cells so i mean it's a it's a material which uh, going to be used in various uh, to generate electricity to generate to generate many applications of course because it's an energy it's a source of an energy So yep moving on towards the next topic remember this gastrocyte is going to be i mean used in many uh, various things so yep moving on towards the next topic cats distinguish between speech directed at, uh, at them and humans okay a small study has found that cats may change their behavior when uh, they hear their owner's voice or uh, talking in a tone directed to them the cats but not uh, when hearing the voice of a stranger or their owner's voice directed at another person the study of 16 cats is published in the journal animal cognition as to evidence that cats may form strong bonds with their owners human tone is known to vary depending on to whom the speech is directed such as when talking to infants and dogs the tone of human speech has been shown in previous studies to change when directed at cats but less is known about how cats react to uh, to this charlotte mioson and colleagues from the university of paris nantara nantara france investigated how 16 cats reached a pre-recorded voice from both their owner and that of stranger when saying phrases in cat directed in human adult director tones the author investigated three condition with uh the first condition changing the voice of the speaker from a stranger voice to the cat owners the second the third condition changed the tone called cat directed or adult directed for the cat owners or a stranger voice respectively the author recorded and rated the behavior intensity of cats reacting to the audio checking for behavior such as resting ear moving pupil dilation and the tail moving among others the first condition 10 out of 16 cats showed a decrease in behavior intensity as they heard three audio clips of a stranger voice calling them by their name however when hearing their voice on a voice their behavior intensity significantly increased again the cat displayed behavior such as turning their ears to the speaker increased movement around the room and pupil dilation when hearing their owner's voice The author suggests that the sudden rebound in behavior indicates that could uh, that cats could dis, uh, discriminate their owner voice from that of a stranger. In the second condition, ten cats 
eight of uh, eight of which were the uh, same from the first condition decrease the behavior as they heard audio from their owner in an adult directed tone but significantly increased their behavior when hearing the cat directed tone from their owner the change in behavior intensity was not found in the third direction when a stranger was speaking in an adult directed and cat directed tone the author observed that the cat can distinguish when their owner is talking in a cat directed tone compared to an adult directed tone but didn't uh, react or any different when a stranger changes tone the small sample sample size used in the study may not represent all cat behavior but the author proposed that future research could investigate whether their findings can be replicated in more socialized cats that are used in interacting with strangers the author suggested that the finding bring a new dimension to cat human relationships with cat communication potential relying on experience of the speaker voice they conclude that one to one relationship are important for cats and human to form strong bonds Of course, man. Of course. Okay. I mean, it's a it's a human interaction with the uh, animal thing. So, of course, man. Moving on to our next topic. Study offers new shaper proof of worldly plates, tectonics, flipping of geomagnetic poles. Okay. New researcher analyzing piece of the motion and rock on the planet had some of the sharpest evidence yet the earth crust was pushing the pulling in a manner similar to modern plate tectonics at least 3.25 million years ago the study also provides the earliest proof of when the planet magnetic north and south poles swapped places <coughs> the two result offered clues into how such geological changes may have resulted in, a, in an environment more conducive conducive to the development of life on the planet the work described in pinas and led by howard geologist alec brenner and roger few focused on a portion of the pilbara craton in western australia one of the oldest and most stable pieces of the earth crust using novel techniques and equipment the researchers show the same of the earth earliest surface was moving at a rate of 6.1 cm per year and 0.55 degrees every million years that speed more than double the rate the ancient crust was shown to be sh- uh, to be moving in a previous study by the same researcher both the speed and direction of the latitudinal drift leaves a plate tectonics as the most logical strongest explanation for it there is a lot of work that seems to suggest that early in earth history plate tectonics wasn't actually the dominant way in which the pla- uh, planet's internal heat get released uh, as it is today through the shifting of plates said brenner a phd candidate in the graduate school of arts and science and a member of harvard paleo magnetics lab this evidence lets us much more confidently rule out exp- uh, explanation that don't involve plate tectonics for example the researcher can now argue against phenomena called true power polar uh, winder and uh, stagnant lead tectonics uh, which uh, can both cause the earth surface to shift but are in part of modern style plate tectonics the result uh, lean more toward to plate tectonic motion because the newly discovered higher rate of speed is inconsistent with respect of the other two processes in the paper the scientists also describe what's believed in the to be the oldest evidence of when earth reserved its geomagnetic fields meaning the magnetic north and south pole flipped locations this type of flip flop is a common occurrence in earth geologic history with the pole re- uh, reversing 183 times in the last 83 million years and perhaps several hundred times in the past 160 million years according to nasa the reversal tells uh, a great uh, deal about the planet magnetic field 3.2 billion years ago key among this application in the is that the magnetic field was likely stable and strong unable to keep solar fo- winds from eroding the atmosphere this insight combined with the result of plate tectonics offered clues to the condition under the 
uh, under which the earliest form of life developed it spent uh, this picture of an early earth that was already really geo dynamically mature brenner said it had a lot of the same sw- uh, sorts of dynamic processes that result in earth that has essentially more stable environment and surface condition making it more feasible for life to evolve and develop today the earth outer shell consists of uh, about 15 shifting block of crust or plates which hold the planet continents and oceans over eons and a plates uh, drifted into each other and apart forming new continents and mountains and exposing new rocks to the atmosphere which led to chemical reaction destabilized our surface temperature over billion of years evidence of when uh, plate tectonic started uh, started is hard to come by because the oldest pieces of crust are thrust into the interior mantle never uh, to resurface over only 5% of all rocks on earth are older than 2.5 billion years old and no rock is older than about 4 billion years overall the study adds to growing research that tectonic movement occurred relatively early in earth 4.5 billion years history and that early form of life came about in more moderate environment member of the project revisited the pilbara craton in 2018 which stretches about 300 miles across they drilled into the primordial the thick slab of crust there to collect samples dug back in cambridge where analyzed for their magnetic history using magnetometers the uh, magnetizing and, and the quantum diamond microscope which images the magnetic field of a sample and precisely identify the nature of the magnetized particle the researcher created a suite of new te- uh, techniques for determining the age and where the sample become magnetized this allows the researcher to remind how and when and which direction the crust shifted as well as a magnetic influence coming from earth geomagnetic poles the quantum diamond microscope was developed in a collaboration between a harvard researcher in the department of earth and planet sciences eps and of physics for future studies few and brenner plan keep their focus on pilbara craton which also looks looking beyond it uh, to other ancient crush around the world they hope uh, to find older evidence of modern like plate motion and when the earth magnetic poles flipped finally being able to reliably and read these very ancient rocks opens up so many possibility for observing a time period that often is known more through theory than a solid data said few professor of eps in the faculty of arts and sciences ultimately we have a good shot at reconstructing not just when tectonic plates started moving but also how their motions and therefore the deep seated earth interior processes that drive them have changed through time <laughs> Okay man okay moving on to our next topic a new approach that currently described by the clean air act could eliminate air pollution disparities okay when air quality has improved dramatically over the past 50 years thanks in part to the clean air act people of colors at every income level in the united states are still exposed to higher than average level of air pollution A team led by researchers at the University of Washington wanted to know if the Clean Air Act is capable of reducing this disparity or if a new approach would be needed. The team compared two approaches that mirror main aspects of the Clean Air Act and a third approach that is not commonly used to see if it could it if it would be better at addressing disparity across the contiguous US. The researcher used national emissions data to model each strategy targeting spe- specific emissions sources across the US recording region to adopt the, the to specific concentration standards or reducing emission in specific communities while the first two approaches based on the clean air act didn't uh, get rid of disparities the community specific approach eliminated pollution disparity and reduced pollution exposure overall the team published the 
This finding is October 24th in the proceeding of the National Academy of Sciences. In earlier research, we wanted to know which pollution sources were responsible for this disparity, but we found that nearly all sources led to unequal exposure. So we thought, what it's going uh, to take? Here we tried a three project to see which would be the best for addressing these disparities. Said a senior author Julian Marshall, a UW professor of civil and environmental engineering. The two approaches that mirrored aspects of the Clean Air Act were pretty weak at addressing disparities. The third approach, targeting emission in specific location, is not commonly done, but in something overburdened communities have been asking for 40 years. Fine particles mattered, pollution of PM. 2.5 is less than, than 2.5 micrometers in diameter, about 3% of the diameter of a human hair. PM 2.5 comes from vehicle exhaust, fertilizer and other agricultural emission, electricity generation from fossil fuel, forest fires and burning of fuels such as wood, oil, diesel, gasoline and coal. This tiny particle can lead, uh, can lead to heart attacks, strokes. Uh, lung cancer and other diseases and are estimated to be responsible for about 90,000 deaths each year in the US. The researcher tested the three potential strategies using a tool called InMap, which Marshall and other co-author developed. InMap model the chemistry and physics of PM 2.5 including how it is formed in the atmosphere, how it dissipates and how wind patterns move it from one location to another. The team modeled these approaches with national emission data from 2014 because it was the most recent data set available at the time of this study. The researcher looked at how efficiently and effectively each approach reduced average pollution exposure of, of for all people and how well it eliminated the disparity for people of color. While the emission source and concentration standard approaches were successful in reducing overall exposure across this country, this method failed to address pollution disparities. Our optimization model would happen if we maximize the reduction in disparities if an approach cannot address disparities even when optimized to do so. Then any real-world implementation of the approach will, uh, will also not address disparities," said lead author Xunzhou Wang, a, a doctoral student in civil and environmental engineering. But we saw that even with the less uh, than one percent of emission reductions targeting specific locations, the pollution disparity that have persisted for decades were reduced to zero. Implementing this location-specific approach would require additional work to identify which location would be the best to target and working with the communities there to identify how to reduce emissions, the team said. Current regulations have improved average air pollution levels, but uh, they have not addressed structural inequality and often have ignored the voices and lived experience of people in overburdened communities, including their request to focus greater attention on sources impacting their com communities, Marshall said. This finding reflects historical experiences because of redlining and other racist urban planning from many decades ago. Many uh, pollution sources are more likely to be located in black and brown communities. If we wish to address current inequalities, we need, a, we need an approach that reflects and acknowledges this historical context. Additionally, co-authored are Joshua Opte and Kionsionika Ivy, both at the University of California, Berkeley, Jason Hill at the University of Minnesota, Reagan Patterson at the University of California, Los Angeles, Ellen Rim Robinson at uh, Carginio Mellon University and Christopher Tensum at the University of Illinois Urbana Champaign. Okay, moving on to the next topic. New approach to cosmic magnet manufacturing could reduce uh, reliance on rare earth low carbon technologies. Okay. Researchers have uh, discovered a potential new method for making the high-performance magnet used in wind turbines and electric cars without the need of rare-earth elements which are almost exclusively sourced in China. 
ओके मैन ओके ओके फाइन 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 ग्रेट अ टीम फ्रॉम द एशिया ऑफ कैम्ब्रिज वर्किंग विद कलीग्स फ्रॉम ऑस्ट्रिया फाउंड अ न्यू वे टू मेक अ पॉसिबल रिप्लेसमेंट फॉर रेड अर्थ मैग्नेट टेट्रा टेनाइट अ कॉस्मिक मैग्नेट डेट टेक्स मिलियन ऑफ ईयर टू डेवलप नेचुरली इन मीटरॉइड्स प्रीवियस अटैम्प्ट टू मेक टेट्रा टेनाइट इन द लेबोरेटरी हैव रिलाइड on impractical extreme method but the addition of a common element phosphorus could mean that it's possible to make tetra tenoid artificially and at a scale without any specialized treatment or expensive techniques the results are reported in the journal advanced sciences a patent application on the technology has been filed by cambridge enterprise the university commercialization arm and the australian academy of sciences a high performance magnets are a vital technology for building a zero carbon economy and the best permanent magnets currently available contain rare earth elements despite their name rare earth are plentiful in earth crust however in china has a near monopoly on global production in 2017 81% of rare earth worldwide were sourced from china other countries such as australia also mine this element but as geopolitical tension with china increase there are concerns that rare earth supply could be at risk rare earth deposit exists elsewhere but the mining operation are highly disruptive you have to extract a huge amount of material to get a small volume of rare earth said professor lindsay green greer from cambridge department of material science and metallurgy who led the research between the environmental impact and the heavy reliance on china there been an urgent search for alternative materials that do not require rare earth <laughs> okay man tetra tenoid and iron nickel nickel alloy with a particular order atomic structure is one of the most promising of the of those alternatives tetra tenoid forms over millions of years as a meteorite slowly cools giving the iron and nickel uh, items enough time to order themselves in a particular stacking sequence within the crystal structure ultimately resulting in a material with magnetic property approaching those of rare earth magnets in the 1960s scientists were uh, able to artificially form tetra tenoid by bombarding iron nickel alloys with neutrons enabling the atom to form the desired order stacking but this technique is not suitable for mass production since then scientists have been fascinating with getting that order structure but it's always felt like something that was very far away said greer despite many times over the years it has not uh, yet been possible to make tetra tenoid on anything approaching an industrial scale now greer and his colleagues from the austrian academy of science and the monentro university in leoborn have found a possible alternative that doesn't require millions of years of cooling or neutron ir- uh, irradiation the team was studied uh, were studying the mechanical properties of iron nickel alloys containing small atoms of phosphorus an element that is also present in meteorites the pattern of phase inside this ma- this material showed the expected tree level growth structure called dendrites for most of people it would have ended there nothing interesting to see in the dendrites but when i looked closer i saw an interesting diffraction pattern indicating an order atomic structure said first order dr gudi evanov who completed the work while at cambridge and is now based at the italian institute of technology in genoa at first glance the diffraction pattern of tetra tenoid looks like a uh, dot of the structure expected for iron nickel alloys namely a disordered crystal not of interest as a high performance magnet it took avenue closer look to identify the tetra tenoid but even so greer says it is strange not a no one noticed it before the researcher said that phosphorus which is present in meteorites allows the iron and nickel 
atom to move faster enabling to form the necessary order stacking without waiting for million of years by mixing iron nickel uh, and phosphorus in the right quantities they were able to speed up tenderite formation by between 11 and 15 order of magnitude such that it forms over a few second in simple casting what was in what was so astonishing was that no special treatment was needed we just melted the alloy poured it into a mold and we had tetra tenite said greer the previous view in the uh, field was uh, that you couldn't get tetra tenite unless you did something extreme because otherwise you did have to wait millions of years for it to form the um, this result represent a total change in how we think about this material while the researcher have found a promising method to produce tetra tenite more work is needed to determine whether it will be suitable for high performance magnets the team are hoping to to work on this with major magnet manufacturers the work uh, may also force a revision of views on whether the formation of tetra tenite is meteorites really uh, does uh, take million of years okay man great great so these are the thing these on the uh, study given by our scientists and researchers on the rare earth elements uh, which have low carbon uh, efficiency of course for the sustainable environment so yep and this is the last article of this podcast at the last i just want to say you guys Keep researching, stay curious, stay healthy.